hi and thank you for listening to the podcast Free From Within. I guide you through the ups and the downs of following your heart, becoming your own leader and healing yourself. I'm Amber Adenberg, your host, and let's go to the episode. Hi guys, welcome to a new podcast episode or if you're watching the video, hi, welcome to my channel. My name is Amber. In this video, we're talking confidence, but instead of only confidence, I feel like confidence comes from knowing yourself. And so I want to give you my take on what it takes to be more confident. Um, Coming from a professional doormat (laughs) and a people pleaser, I'm going to take you a little bit along on my journey, how I got where I am today. Not to say that I'm the most confident person in the world. I'm a human being. I get my down days, of course. And so this video also makes me cringe a little bit because I do not want to come across as like having it all figured out. I definitely haven't. But I have figured out some things that work for me. And so that is what I will be explaining in this video to you as well. It's cut up in chapters. If you are watching the video, you can skip ahead if that's what you want to do. It's going to be a lengthy one because I want to spill all my secrets to you um, in this podcast. So number one is being brutally honest to yourself. That also means that you have to be honest about how you feel, about what it is that you want, what it is that you do not want, what doesn't feel good. And especially if you are wanting to make other people happy, that is really hard to do because you are tuned into everyone around you, their needs, their wants. And so how can you still make other people happy, but also take care of yourself, right? That's kind of the balance that we have to juggle in life and so for me it was really hard because I learned growing up that if I was a good girl if I was loving and giving to others that also gave me validation also gave me love and it's kind of a primal instinct to be part of the group being appreciated love is one of the primal things that we're that we're seeking after right and so that was the thing for me I was giving in order to be able to receive love. And you see how that kind of is a little bit manipulative. As a kid, you do not know this, right? But it became like a thing that I was people pleasing. I was not tuning into my needs. I was not tuning into what it was that I needed, what I wanted. And I couldn't really feel what emotions were mine and what emotions were from someone, yeah, from someone else. And that became a problem. Because if you are always tuned into what other people need and you cannot even differentiate your feelings from someone else, you kind of get lost, right? And so it became my mission when I was, I think, 15 years old, 14, something around that, to get to know myself more. And it's different for everyone when they are like really getting started with this. But what really helped me was being brutally honest with myself about what I felt, about what I needed. And that was scary as well. And so I feel like a lot of us struggle with being brutally honest to themselves because it has consequences. Especially if you are in a people-pleasing pattern where it can also jeopardize how you are seen within your circle. If you stop giving because that's maybe not what you need right maybe you are giving too much and you have to set some boundaries that might jeopardize your place within your group and so that has effect on everything and that is really scary and this also comes from way way back think about the cavemen era 
we are still wired that way. Cavemen, they needed to be in their group in order to survive. If you were outside of the group, if you were a loner, you would probably die because some wild animal would come and eat you. You had to work together in order to survive. And so we are still wired that way, that if you are excluded from your group, we have this primal fear within us that we are going to die. And so it's normal to feel very fearful about not being included within your group, but it is not the way that it was when we were cavemen, right? That is way, 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 way back. And so setting boundaries can still be really scary, but it's also necessary in order for us to tune into our own needs. So personally, I was not welcome when I was born. Uh, there was once someone in my family who was not happy with me being there. And so growing up, I had this feeling of being wrong, of not being a part of the group. And so I was, from being a baby, I learned that I had to fight really hard to be included in that group. I felt wrong. I was always looking for ways to be better. And I carried this pattern with me until like I recently found out that I grew up with this pattern. If you are aware of a pattern, you can change it, you can heal it. And so that is my story. So I made this vow to myself to always be honest to myself because otherwise I would just be drained by giving other people, um, by looking outside myself for happiness because it was not fair to them also. Because if you are giving someone in order to receive something in return, that's not, that's not fair to, to them as well, right? So are you giving in order to receive? What are you doing to get love? How are you looking outside for happiness? If you become aware, if you become brutally honest about it, but you also get brutally honest about your own traumas. And like trauma is a big word, right? But we all go through these little moments where we are neglected, when we are, were excluded from the group. And like there are multiple ways where you get an imprint on having this feeling of not being seen, not being wanted or uh, being shamed for who you are. And those little moments build up to, and you carry those and they form you into who you are right now. So it's not only about looking outside for happiness, but also understanding the underlying pattern of why you need that, right? And then being really honest about what it is that you are feeling, what it is that you are needing and setting the boundaries accordingly. That's a hard thing to do, but that is the first step in order to become really confident because then you do not need anyone else to give you what it is that you need. We still need our people. I still ask for help. I still ask for um, my mom for a hug if I need it, for love, whatever. But that is a different kind of energy than giving in order to receive. It's about my cup being overflowing. This is how someone explained it to me and this was mind blowing to me. If someone else is giving you validation, so you are seeking for validation from the outside by maybe taking care of someone or someone giving you a compliment, whatever, someone else is filling up your cup and so the water rises. But then it also goes down again because it feels really good to receive a compliment. It feels really good to get validation from someone or love or whatever you are seeking for. But then after a while, that feeling goes away, right? And so you need something else 
to fill your cup back up. And so it's a constant of giving, taking, giving, taking, giving, taking. But if you know what it is that you need, you are able to fill up your own cup. And so you do not need anything from the outside because it's already full. And so what happens when we get validation from the outside? Because of course, that's still nice. I like that as well, right? We all do. Your cup will be overflowing, but it's already full. So it doesn't matter because you have already filled it up yourself. That's the difference. Okay, let's go to the second point on my list. Number two is inner child work. And this is something that you learn in therapy. This is something that you learn within coaching, but that is because it really works. So I want to explain a little bit of what inner child work is. Inner, your inner child is the part of you that has developed certain patterns. So the patterns that I talked about, like my own patterns of the people pleasing, of seeking validation outside because of not being wanted as a little baby, that is something that I carried with me. And every time I get triggered, every time I get fearful, every time something happens that triggers that trauma, and we, get, we all have big and little trauma, right? Those little moments where you are not validated, where you are not seen or excluded from the group, that is what you are reminded of. Those are triggers. You get fearful. Um, you get fearful that the love will be running out. You get fearful that someone will leave you or things like that. And that triggers an automatic response. And so for me, the response was people-pleasing. If I am needed, if you need me, you will not leave me, right? That is one of the patterns that you can develop. And so nurturing my inner child, so the, the me and the age that I was when those little and big traumas happened, if I am tuning into that little me and I comfort her, I give her what she needed in that moment because I'm now the adult. I am now able to comfort myself and give myself what I need right now, I'm able to disengage and I don't need to react the way that I would have if I didn't give myself what I needed first. So working with your inner child is pretty easy because we all have those triggers still within us. We all have that little version of ourselves still within us. And every time that something happens that triggers us, we can go back to that person that we were then. And Knowing how to comfort yourself is going to be such a life savior. And this is also a part of learning who you are, learning to take care of yourself, knowing how to nurture yourself, knowing to be compassionate with yourself. Because my little child self did not know what she was doing wrong. She didn't do anything wrong, but she was made to believe that she was doing something wrong. And so I'm now as the adult able to show up for her in the way that she needed. I can comfort her by saying, hey, you're all right. We did nothing wrong. I see you. I got you. You're safe now. That is what she needed in that moment. And I can tell that to myself because I know because I live in a different environment now. I have a different perspective on life uh, because I've grown. I've seen things. I can give myself now what I needed then. This is what you do within coaching. I do this within my own coaching as well. It's pretty easy. You just go through your little version of you and you comfort them. You ask, what is it that you need? And then you give it to them. Just in thought, just words of affirmation, maybe visualizing, giving them a hug. But this is knowing yourself. This is taking care of yourself. 
and not being reactive. Learning to take a step back and ask yourself, well, what is triggered within me? Why am I reacting this way? What is it that I actually need? And through healing your inner child, giving yourself what you need, you also heal your trauma. And so you also heal your response. So if you're triggered again, you know what is happening. You know why you are triggered because you know that inner child version of you is just asking for help or not feeling seen. And you can be like, oh, wait, I'm actually triggered because of something of the past, but I'm actually okay. You see what a difference that makes? Okay, number three on the list is getting to know yourself on a soul level and i'm going to get a little bit spiritual with you to be honest i was not spiritual growing up my parents did not believe in anything and so i grew up not believing in anything as well to be honest i couldn't be more spiritual now and the power lies within meditation and i still work with meditation for example when i work with my clients one-on-one because it is the most profound way to get to know yourself on a soul level let me explain why your head, most people live inside our head, we live up here. When you are meditating, you are slowing down and so your attention goes from your head into your heart. And the funny thing is your heart lives within, your soul lives within your heart. We can feel our soul when we are tuned into the heart or to the belly. In your belly you feel your intuitive nudges. You just feel what sits right with you and what doesn't sit right, like a pit in your stomach, right? Or um, feeling in your bones that something is for you or isn't for you. That's kind of the feeling that I am talking about. That is your soul talking to you. That is your intuition talking to you. To me, intuition and soul are very similar because your soul talks through intuition. And so if we live in the head and we do not have contact with our heart, how can you even get to know yourself on a soul level? That's pretty difficult, right? So when I was first meditating, I, get to ex I got to experience what it was like to feel who I was on a soul level. And this felt pretty weird because I hadn't experienced it before, although it kind of felt like remembering. And so through meditation, you can come in contact with your soul because you are putting your attention within your soul, within your heart. With intention, you can make contact, but it's about the intention, right? And so living from the heart instead of the mind is kind of my thing now. I teach others how to do this as well because it gives you such different results. And it made me a lot more confident. What happens when you know yourself on a soul level is that you are able to be even more honest with yourself, but you do not even have to like think about it or really of course, like ask yourself questions about what you like, what you don't like, or how you are feeling. Um, as you have more soul contact, like with yourself, it becomes easier to feel what you're feeling and what it is that you want. Because your intuition becomes a lot more loud. For most of us, it's an unfamiliar thing, intuition. It is only for psychics, mediums, whatever. I'm a psychic slash medium, but like I get to develop this when I was in contact with my soul. Everyone is a psychic medium. Everyone has intuition, right? It's not this foreign weird thing that only a few people have. No, it's literally for everyone. It's just that we have been taught to live from the head instead of the heart. And so we love artists, we love creative people because they have like this sparkle in, this, in their eyes, right? Or people who are really excited about a project or feel very confident. 
that is because they are in contact with their soul, their intuition. They have this like direct contact with their life force. When you are living from the head, you are still kind of seeking for love outside of yourself. But when you are in contact with your soul, you feel this love that you already have within yourself. And so the more that you are connected to your intuition, the more that you are connected to your soul, also called your higher self, you are able to tap into more of what it is that you need and you're able to hear your own voice louder, what you need, what you want, where to move to. And so it also becomes a lot easier to follow your intuition because you are now able to tap into it and hear it. And so what this has done for me is tell me when it's time for me to get out of a situation, when it's not healthy for me or when someone is just not good for me. Uh, but it also helped me to find the people, resources that I needed on my path as well. For example, when I had severe panic attacks through stuff that I went through, I came across this book uh, from Gabby Bernstein, The Universe Has Your Back, that's what it's called. And it kind of helped me to get back on track, to heal myself, to heal my panic attacks. Like those kinds of resources like books or mentors always come to me at the right time. For example, I'm also now able to manifest with my soul. Um, that sounds really woo, but hear me out. Your soul already knows what you want. You do not have to think about it. You can just feel what it is that resonates with you. You will feel it in your bones, right? So the more that you are connecting with that part of yourself, the easier it is for you to differentiate what is good for you because you will recognize that feeling of feeling it in your bones that it's good for you. Again, if you're not familiar with this feeling, it's pretty hard to imagine this, but the more that you train yourself to listen to your soul, the more that you train yourself to get out of your head and into, you into your heart, the easier this becomes. And trust me, I have had a long period of time of training my intuition. I had a lot of training with talking to my own soul voice, getting to know myself. So to me, it's easy. So I get that if that is not something that you are familiar with, that it might seem like a foreign concept to you. So what you can try to do is to listen to one of my meditations in my uh, membership library, but you can literally do any type of meditation to get out of your head and into your heart. The great thing about this age that we're living in is that everyone is now talking about meditation and mindfulness and stuff like that. So there is this movement of people wanting to live more from the heart. And to me, like people who live from the heart are so confident and such beautiful people because you can feel their, who they are in their soul. You can feel this love radiating, you can feel this confidence radiating because they know who they are and they can take care of themselves. They are able to tap into what it is that they need, right? They do not really need anyone else. That's because they are tuned into their heart, to their soul. And so when it comes to manifesting, my soul already knows what it is that I need, already knows what it is that I want. All I have to do is trust that what I need will be there and the next steps for me to take will present themselves to me. I believe that when I follow my intuition that the right resources like those mentors or books are thrown on my path and I can like follow the breadcrumbs to what it is that I need. Um, through following this method, through listening to my soul, to following my intuition and 
I've trained this, right? It's, it's a muscle you have to train, especially if you are so focused on seeking your happiness outside of you. You really have to train yourself to pay attention to what it is that you need, who you are, what you want. It's an uncomfortable process, but when you stick with it, it becomes such a beautiful journey of you knowing what it is that you want, knowing who it is that you are, feeling more confidence, feeling more love, having, having, being able to give a lot more because you have already filled up your own cup. So yeah, it's definitely worth it. But if you are able to follow your intuition, you can really manifest some great things because you just know what is right for you. You know when your intuition is speaking to you, it makes it a lot more easy. Um, and so if you want to get started with this, as I've already talked enough, I think um, if you want to dive more into this, if this resonates with you, I want to invite you to a training that I made. It's an audio series, just like this podcast. It only has three episodes that you can just listen to whenever you like. It's free. It's called You're the Magic. It's teaching you how to move from focusing on the outside to the magic already within you. So how you can manifest, how you can listen to your soul, I tell you a little bit more about my own journey, uh, where I've come from and what you can create for yourself. And it's a lot. Um, I'm still blown away by the changes in my life that happened when I made these changes, when I started to listen to my own soul and give myself what I need. It's profound. And I'm not only saying this because it's like my own training, but it is literally what I'm so passionate about teaching others because it changes lives. Um, if you also want to hear about someone else who uh, is living like this as well, there's this great book called The Surrender Experiments by Michael M. Singer. I will link it down below. And also one of my great mentors is Jess Lively. Um, I will link her down below as well. She literally listens more to her soul than to our head. Um, and she is traveling the world, attracting amazing things through listening to her soul. And this is also what I'm doing. So it's kind of a new way of living and more and more people are waking up to the fact that they can find all that they need within themselves. So if you want to become one of those people as well, I would highly recommend checking my uh, new audio series out, You're the Magic. I hope you love listening to it as much as I uh, love making it for you. But no matter if you do that or not, thank you so much for tuning into this video, tuning into this podcast. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or evening and I hope to speak to you soon. Bye!